This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to the show. This is Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm offering a winter meditation. Hello, y'all, and happy holidays. I want to welcome new listeners who are finding us from YouTube and Instagram and some other shows. Welcome. It's nice to have you. What I attempt to do here on this microphone week after week and in our Patreon is simplify mental wellness, to cut through the fluffy talk of what wellness is and help you laser in on what to do, what will be worth your efforts and healing. Most mental health care is from an illness model, diagnosing and prescribing you as mentally sick or mentally ill. I have moved farther and farther away from that model over the years and practice from a wellness model, a model where you look at what is working in your life, what's good about you, how to increase your wellness, your happiness, your peace, how to decrease survival and bask in thriving. I'm a therapist with 18 years of experience with specialties in childhood trauma, addiction, grief and loss, and highly sensitive people. I often share my story, my personal story, because I feel it's my calling to do so, to use my own hard-earned wisdom professionally and personally to help others grow. We get one precious life, and I am passionate about people getting out of survival mode and learning because it is a learning If we learned anxiety and stress and tension and survivorship, then we are tasked with learning a different way, learning what it is to put that down, to shift and to thrive instead of survive. I assure you that thriving mode is not available in a pharmaceutical. The only thing that's available in a pharmaceutical, the only thing that's possibly available is minimal reduction in uncomfortable symptoms. That's what's available in any drug prescribed in mental health. Healing is a learning because a body and a mind that once learned that life means survival gets stuck in this survival gear. It gets stuck in it like a, like a mode that, that it only knows. And to shift out of this gear, it must be gently lovingly and firmly guided out of survival toward thriving. I share my story because I'm happy. 
I'm grounded. And my PTSD symptoms from my childhood that I thought would plague me for life that were there because I experienced abandonment and my mom marrying a known child predator she met when I was nine years old. I grew up and put him in prison and have healed myself, though I will always be growing and evolving beyond my present self because it's part of my value system to seek, to evolve, to expand. I'm also no contact with my family of origin. And that is a rare, thank goodness, but sometimes necessary path that we face in walking when we come from a family that has a lot of dysfunction. I felt called to share, though I am a strong introvert, because I know that we grow the most when we have people in our lives who share the truth of their journey, not just the highlight reels, not just the sharing of hitting big, giant, successful milestones, but sharing the journey along the way, sharing their insights about what we actually need to do, what we actually need to stop doing to transform ourselves. We have so much power to transform ourselves. We have so much power to let go of what maybe never did serve us. Healing is a word, kind of like the word good. It's almost lost its meaning. Self-development, same thing. So what actually is healing? Healing is a journey. It's a journey of finding oneself. It's a journey of finding one's tribe. It's a journey of learning the difference between anxiety and intuition, learning the difference between people-pleasing and boundaries, learning the difference between self-respect and trauma repetition, learning the difference between ruminating and overthinking versus letting go and just thinking. We heal in layers. And we heal by bringing in patience and kindness for ourselves as we learn to ignore and even to silence the inner mean girl or mean boy, the inner bully, the inner critical voice. We cannot heal or get to know ourselves more deeply. We cannot leave survival mode if we don't actually leave it and change. Learn something different, something new. What I have for you today is a meditative offering. And meditation isn't about blocking out every awareness and sitting in a Zen-like nothingness. That's only one very limited idea of what meditating is. Meditating is about spending a few minutes in presence. So much of our modern life is constantly having us in overthinking in what's coming next. We are unpresent as a Western society. Meditation is the act of practicing using the mind and body to center and ground. This is maybe more important than ever to be able to counteract the frantic, the pressured, the never enough timeness of our modern lives. If your critical voice hears me mention meditation and starts jawing away, starts yapping in there, saying things like, I suck at meditating. I don't get it. I can't do it. If that's what your critical voice is doing right now, 
then your critical voice is at the helm and it thinks it gets to make your decisions and it gets to discourage you from things that have absolutely no negative downfall, no negative side effect. There is not one negative of sitting and taking a moment of presence. And yet, wow, will our human egos, our human resistance, what I call the inner adolescent, will fight, will thwart, will, yes, even manipulate us out of the permission to try something that is just basically good medicine. Meditation has absolutely no side effect. And I know because I felt my own inner parts resist it. One of the best resistors for meditating is I don't have time. When you break that down, that's quite ridiculous. We all have 24 hours in the day, no more, no less. To take care of ourselves, we must take, notice that, take care of ourselves. It doesn't fall out of the sky. Somebody doesn't ring our doorbell and deliver taking care of ourselves like an Amazon package on the stoop. We take care of ourselves. We take time. We make time. If you keep letting your critical parts decide that that's not wise, all you're doing is extending your struggle. All you're doing is keeping your body and mind in a survival mode that you may no longer need in the present. Meditation is a self-offering. It's a moment of relaxation. It's a moment of centering. I believe you deserve that, do you? Then that can't just be a thought. If you believe that you deserve relaxation in your life and centering and grounding and calm and peace and to teach your mind-body peace, then you can't just have that as some idea that your mind likes to play around with sometimes. You must act. You must do in congruence with that healthful idea. Meditation is presence. The way I offer it is in utilizing the imagination, engaging our mind instead of trying to turn the mind off. You have a lot of power to engage your mind-body to calm. And when you do so, you are in direct rejection of the accidental practicing of anxiety, of stressing, of not good enough, of I'm not there fast enough, nothing's ever good enough that so many of us learned in our childhoods. In healing, we learn to encourage ourselves and practice presence, not just for the sake of being present, not just for the sake of not doing any other damn thing in a given moment, but to practice delight, peace, ease, and joy. Can you see how you may be accidentally and mindlessly and powerlessly practicing stress or anxiety? Our human egos really make the argument that stressing is smart. I buck that. I reject that. There are better ways. And you don't have to believe me right now. Just be curious if what I'm saying sparks a little something, tickles a little something in you like, wait a minute. What if what she's saying could be right even just a little bit? What if that's available to me? 
if you are to feel presence, delight, peace, and joy, doesn't it make sense that we would need to practice that stuff? That we don't just wake up one moment after practicing anxiety and stress and just know how to be peaceful and thriving? It's kind of a weird expectation we have on ourselves as individuals, maybe even in mental health, that people would just know how to feel peaceful and calm after a whole lot of practice of anything but peaceful and calm. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you, and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science Podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties, Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health, from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms. Man, the human ego is a tricky, tricky beast sometimes. It loves to play powerless with positivity. It loves to convince us that thriving mode is some kind of lottery that some people just are born to win and others are just doomed. And we need to be really careful with this as seekers, as highly sensitive people, as people that are healing childhood trauma. To never, ever, ever allow the ego to do this sneaky little trick of teaching us that we're doomed because it's wrong. We have to be careful here because this is just victim mentality. And you know what victim mentality is like? It's a bit like a house getting and growing toxic black mold. Now, I'm a New Orleans girl from the South where we have mold way too easy peasy. But once black mold takes hold of a house, often that house is just done. That house needs to be demolished. It's not livable anymore. Once victim mentality takes hold of a human being, it's a little bit like black mold. This is why I speak so much about rejecting victim mentality, because our politics, even what I see as dysfunctional in mental health currently, accidentally encourages victim mentality. Don't let that victim mentality take hold of your being. It will not serve you. Meditation is a radical act of defiance against complacency and dysfunction and irrational powerlessness. Have you ever thought about meditation in such a way that this is a radical act of rebellion in this time of stressing and victim mentality and playing powerless? Your life will not improve if you play powerless. Of course, there are things that we're powerless about, but it is imperative that you don't inflate powerlessness in your life and diminish your own ability to power through to evolve, to rise above, to be resilient. Meditation strengthens the mind-body muscles of wellness, and they help you catch every unhelpful thought, behavior, and limiting belief through this process of slowing down, 
through the practice of meditation and mindfulness. What I have for you today is a winter meditation, and I hope it's light and fun and easy. Wouldn't that be lovely if your healing, if your healthy muscle building could be fun and easy? If you're healing from a life that has just been way too much of difficult struggle, doesn't that seem like it makes sense? Like that's the puzzle piece that we want to click in to the puzzle piece of having too much struggle that now we get to have ease in our healing. So even if you've never meditated before, even if you've resisted every invitation to meditate that has ever fallen into your lap, or if you're an old familiar soul in the space of meditation, I invite you to take a moment to meditate with me and everyone else who's going to meditate through this offering. I invite you to settle in right now. If you're safe to do so and not driving, if you're driving, come back and hang out with me later. But if you're safe to be still, to close your eyes and go inward, I invite you to do so now. And know that that this is one that the kiddos may like too. As you settle in, give yourself permission to get your wiggles out. If you want to wiggle and shake your shoulders or putter your lips like a horse, wiggle, get it all out. Let yourself. And then settle in. Find stillness with eyes closed. Just being right where you are. No to-do list. No hustle and bustle of this day or this season of life. Breathe in deeply through the nose. And breathe deeply out of the nose. Find a rhythm that is uniquely yours. My breathing cues just suggestions of flow. Inhaling, exhaling, finding a pacing for your breath in and out, full breaths, yet easy breaths in and out, being right here and nowhere else, as if nothing else exists. Take another big full in-breath. And as you exhale, begin to feel the tip of your nose as you sit and breathe. Notice the tip of your nose getting chilly. The edges of your cheeks, chilly, like a brisk, cold winter air has suddenly found and surrounded you. It feels lovely, crisp, clean, clear, bright. On another in-breath, begin to picture yourself suited up right where you are, breathing in your chair, suited up in your favorite winter attire. Layers of cozy just appearing on your body, 
sweaters and hoodies and jackets, a hat, gloves or mittens and scarves. Notice you feel bundled up, comfy, cozy, the exact right temperature and comfort for you. Take a moment to smile here. How lovely it is in that cold winter air. Bundled up, cozy, snuggled in with yourself. And as you sit in your mind's eye, in that chair, in your space, you notice to the left of you on a side table, as if magically appearing, a beautiful, round, snow globe, recently shaken up, snow swirling and falling, a globe of snow and pine trees, a simple slice of winter forest, kept like magic in this personal, private snow globe that only belongs to you. Staring at that snow globe, corners of your mouth lifted, smiling, seeing snowflakes fall, bundled up in comfy winter gear, breathing in and breathing out, deep, full winter breaths, rhythmically in and rhythmically out, your breath holding space for yourself, gentle and full. On the next breath, watching the snow globe as the snow swirls and swarms. Watching this globe intently with peace and delight. All of a sudden, you feel your body sparkling coming alive, awakening, like a magic is washing over you. A bit like Alice in Wonderland, you begin to feel yourself shrinking, shrinking, shrinking down to a teeny tiny size. And all of a sudden, poof, there's a sparkly flash. And all of a sudden you find yourself inside of your snow globe, teeny and tiny, the exact right size, fully inside of your snow globe. Breathe in through your nose as you look around in wonder. How did I get in here? You smile and think, feeling peaceful, calm, a sense of deep knowing that you are safe and this is a lovely, peaceful adventure. I trust and practice peace as the snow falls. Some part of your inner child you feel delighting, realizing I am inside of a snow globe. Take a deep, full breath of winter forest. Inside of your snow globe, close your eyes and turn around slowly, spinning 
as snowflakes gently fall on your cheeks and eyelashes, cheeks and nose pink and flush in the delight of crisp, cool winter. Take a few steps forward, exploring your wintry forest. Each step crunches the snow underneath the weight of your feet. The sunlight is out, but distorted, hiding itself behind snow clouds full of falling snow, giving a gentle glow, sunny yet soft. Notice what you hear, the quiet, the snow falling, making its own almost imperceptible quiet, a noise and yet not a noise in the stillness. There is a quieting of all sound beneath the slow, gentle movement of the falling flakes. Feeling yourself smile, your inner child liking, sensing that this is your own private snow forest. Fully safe and fully your own. Allow any intrusive thoughts that try to penetrate your snow globe, allow them to be background as if the right place in this right moment for all thoughts to go are behind the snow clouds where the thoughts are there but not part of the scene not participants in the energy of this moment breathing in and breathing out as snow falls from the sky Allow those thoughts to churn behind the clouds. Thoughts can learn to hold back, to wait for your wise woman or wise man guidance. Thoughts can learn patience and to take their turn. This moment in the snow, in the winter forest, it isn't for thinking. It's for being and feeling. And that is enough. And that is beautiful. Allow yourself to feel the winter on your face. Feel the forest air. Cold, crisp, clean, bright. In your lungs with each in-breath. Feel your imagination delight in the permission to soar and explore with each step of your private forest. Smile into the knowledge that's turning into wisdom that you are in control of your thoughts. They do not control you. My thoughts can and will wait. I am their director.
feel each step, each crunch of fresh snow. As you slowly walk inside of this snow-globed forest, you feel like a whisper from the depths of yourself. And then you hear your inner child send up a message. I want to make a snow angel. And with a smile, you decide to abide. On your next big inhale, with a big smile, use your imagination to spread your arms above your head wide and fall backwards on the fluffy snow caught and held so safely and softly hearing your body crunch down into the soft snow smiling even giggling on your next inhale laying down in the snow move your arms and legs up and down side to side and delight in making your snow angel lay in that snow feeling held and warm despite the chill delighting your cheeks with pink flush take another full round of breath right here inside of your snow angel nothing else exists in this moment except you and your mind making snow globes snow angels You hear a wise part of you whisper, wow, if we can do this, what else might we be able to do? And you feel yourself breathing into the possibility of your power, big and small. In your next breath, decide to sit up and make your way to standing and witness your snow angel. As you smile, breathing in your surroundings, something in you knows it's almost time to go. So you look around, snowflakes falling on your face in the forest. Your snow angel now a part of the beautiful white landscape. Hold your smile as you take another breath and listen to the wise part of you acknowledge. I can come back here whenever I want. My snow globe waits for me always and is available to me now and always. I can come back to this safe snow space for small doses of centered tranquility. On your next breath, inhale and see a sparkly, silvery flash and poof. And you find yourself back in your space. The ease, the quiet, the stillness of the snow globe inside of you, a part of you. Smile again, trusting and loving how you are showing up, often despite how you feel, 
despite what might have happened, showing up to do the next right thing in your life, for your life, like this little snow globe meditation. Take a moment to thank yourself for your efforts. Breathe into that gratitude. When you're ready, open your eyes gently, fluttering your eyes back to your space, coming back to consciousness, back to real world life. If you have spent more of your life surviving than thriving, I'm so happy we found each other. I'm glad you're out there listening because me and my sweet little team that I could not do the show without, we continue to put this show out and all of our emotional badass content for you. It is our birthright to thrive. We can put down survival mode. We heal this world one person at a time, starting with ourselves. Healing and growing yourself towards more effective coping so that you can thrive as much as humanly possible in this life. That's how we heal this world. One person at a time. And you deserve to thrive no matter what you have survived. If you liked this meditation, if you like my style, I know that I am not for everyone. I'm, I'm different. But if you resonate with me, please come check out our meditation packs from different seasons of the show. These meditation packs are available on emotionalbadass.com and they're stripped down. There's no wordiness. There's no explanation from me. There's no episode content. There's no intro music or outro music. Just you, me, and my own created meditations for you and your inner child. Each season's stripped-down meditations are available at EmotionalBadass.com, and they're available to you instantly upon purchase. Patreon people, find your meditations coupon in the Patreon. These meditations are a great way to support the show and to support yourself in practicing your way to peace and self-love. Happy holidays, y'all. Happy end of the year. May you love yourself actionably as we move into 2024. You absolutely deserve that. Light and love and endless possibilities in healing, y'all. Remember to find Emotional Badass wherever you get your podcasts. We are proud members of Airwave Media. Go check them out. I am an Emotional Badass you are an emotional badass, and together, we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Light and love, and I'll see you right here next time for a brand new episode. Bye-bye.
Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long.